economy just obviously doesn't work for people. It's geared for just a subset of the population. Wealth and playing with money, especially in today's age, if you don't understand that, oh, this is rude. It brings up a good point. Like maybe we should um, do better in schools and educating young people about what their options are. That comes with the familiarity of it through your family, through education, the familiarity of being around money makes you understand how money works. Welcome to the American and the Immigrant Podcast. I'm Cameron. And from my dungeon of a bow, I'm BK. Dungeon of a bow? What is that? My dungeon. I've been in this uh, basement for the last two weeks now, and it's just been... <laughs> it's, getting like, it's getting a little dank, like a little... little no. No, little, my wife's sketchy. It's getting sketchy too. down no. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I'm running out of shit to clean, to DIYs, to cook. I've been like just, just trying to keep my mind sane. So I've been sewing a lot. I've been fixing a couple of jackets, a couple of shirts that I had, putting patches on jeans, jackets. And oh God, look at you! You're like prepared for the apocalypse. Like, I don't know how to sew so shit. So. Like, I bet you can like butcher your own animals, like cook your own food like you're good oh i'm gonna come uh, i'm gonna come survive with you cam you will be safe with daddy okay <laughs> daddy daddy oh gosh daddy please keep me safe i got you <laughs> <laughs> no but uh so let's yeah let's do a quick update like how everything's going so obviously you're you're dealing with it you know trying to stay busy yeah um yeah like school like school has kind of started back up like online for the kids Oh, so they're doing um, online classes for schools now. Yeah, so my son had, like, he met all of his his student, uh, or sorry, his uh, classmates and then his um, teachers uh, last Thursday. So that's pretty right. cool. Like, he was all, like, you know, right back in it, like, oh, hey, Eli, hey. You know, just, like, like he never missed a step, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, yeah, and they got, like, a homework assignment and everything, man. So. So I wonder, I wonder about that, like, is there, like, are you running them on, like, a regular schedule like are they in class like between this to this time and then lunch and then yeah. recess yeah. and you know I like made, yeah i made one i legit made a schedule on like we have this like little chalkboard because i just i couldn't do it anymore i was like you know what you gotta like this is what we're doing bang 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 like nine right. o'clock you know so he knows because otherwise it's just like he's like just wants to play games or watch tv or watch ipad and i'm like no, this is the time for that. It's not, you know, because right. otherwise he just, yeah, he wouldn't, he just needs a schedule, man. Like, I think it's just helpful for them to have like a structure right. so that they know what, like what happens next. Right. Especially at this time where you just, we just dropped a whole like mess in their life. Like the oh, yeah. schedule is just scrambled and you're just and you as a parent are trying to scramble like maybe the first week yeah tell me about the first week like the first week was just like okay i guess we're up and we're gonna eat breakfast then yeah yeah it was just it was just like well it was like spring break like the first week was just spring break it was basically like you ever on vacation for a week right and that's kind of how i like treated it because i didn't you know i wasn't really i mean i had like a few things they were doing like we would read and stuff like that but I didn't have any structure or anything. Right. Um, it was just kind of like, yeah, like, sure, go 
I don't care. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's go play in the driveway. Like I don't. I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Plus, you didn't know if this was gonna end anytime soon or not. Right. So you're just winging yeah. it. So now I think like we got you know, we got like a plan. The school's got a has a plan. Like Montgomery County has a plan. So like we know what we're doing. Um, so yeah, things are. I think things are better like at home. But um, so I think today, yeah, we want to talk about. I want to talk about like just how you know. Obviously, I've we're all dealing with this now in the present, right. but I kind of want to like look ahead because I'm thinking, um, this has caused like a lot of rethinking and reshuffling of people's lives right? and reprioritizing. And, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Like, I, I don't know what like a year from now looks like, or like two years from now looks like, like, does everything just eventually go back to the way it was? Or do you think, uh, things change? Like, do you think, um, we've, we've entered like a new, a completely kind of new, I don't know, like a new era. I don't really know like how to di define it, I guess. A new but norm. Yeah. Like a new norm, I guess. Um, and so I was, I was discussing that with some, some people um, just randomly in a group chat and discuss going, uh, feedback, uh, piggybacking off your topic is, what is the like you know handshaking and hugs and uh acknowledgement of one close by those are the norm between two human com communication yeah. you know and those are the social lubricants that make us like you know uh, uh, i might not necessarily need to say the word that i love you but if i give you a hug and I, if i embrace you a little bit if i bring you a closer with our handshake uh the different social communication that we've been taught this far Mm -hmm. now it's just wiped out like i, I don't so know too. if i'm gonna be feel comfortable to give people handshakes after this <laughs> yeah i mean well like other i mean think i think here in the u.s it's like mostly handshakes but i mean think about like a lot of european cultures where they're like they kiss each other on the cheek and stuff like that on the know? regular on the regular right just yeah. like a normal like everyday meeting right. and so i think like like that kind of stuff almost has to go right like you can't I just don't see how that stays around. Um, and like, maybe, maybe it completely changes the way we like interact around strangers. I don't know. That's just very curious. Cause like I was even today or yesterday I was at the grocery store and like, you know, like it's normally like no one's really like chatty in general in like the grocery store, but you could just tell like everyone around you was like kind of on edge. Like just yeah. everyone was kind of like, constantly like on a swivel head on a swivel like making Literally, sure no one was next I to him like what you mean I know yeah exactly. and i yeah. could feel it like even right. i could feel it like i could feel that tension between like um me and like strangers around me you know that's people were a, like very not a welcoming uh no no, no. it's not <laughs> it's like it's like crazy it's like stress shopping with like um where like one random person is like a of murderer and everyone's like shady looking at our everyone like are you are you the one are you the one that's gonna cough on me you're the one cam you're gonna you're cough on me yeah i might be i don't even know i might be the one I don't, like that's what i'm telling you right. i'm just like afraid of myself at that point um yeah but i i and i people are starting to wear masks now and i think now i guess we have to wear masks um but i think that's going to be like new i mean i've seen it before but i think it's going to be way more prevalent like, I don't, I think you're going to see people, 
like straight up on airplanes, people are just going to have masks on when things kind of like die down. Right. Like people are just going to wear masks. I don't even know. Maybe they might even hand them out. Like yeah. who knows? Maybe airlines hand that shit out now. Like, I don't know. It no, seems plausible. Funny, it, it's, it's, it's important. It's funny. You just said that because about the face masks, because I was reading a report from China that's coming out of China that, you know, now the, the huge wave of virus has passed away. Now they're looking at individuals and individuals are allowed to walk and be uh, amongst one another. But the, the, the locals or the natives have not adapted that and they still wear face masks and they still wear gloves and they still operate like there was a, in the, in the report, it testified to a moment where this lady, where this journalist saw this lady take a picture of a selfie of herself with her mask and then realized that she had her mask on and she's like, Oh, oh. and took yeah. it off and put it back and took the picture because now that yeah. became her sense of norm. Yeah. Right. You know, like and she then was with, used to that being there. Yeah. Yeah. And then with all like the videos, the viral videos have you seen of people sneezing or like how far sneezing of micro droplets go and how long they stayed lingering in the air and like it, it, just the non cleanliness and mixture with the cleanliness makes you uneasy <laughs> for the <laughs> to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and like people are going to call people out on that shit now especially, right? Like yeah. you know, before, right? I mean, if someone sneezed and or was like continuously or even probably worse is like coughing. I mean, sneezing can just be random like you, you know, like I just inhaled, inhaled some like flower pollen and shit like that right. and I have to sneeze. Yeah. But like coughing, I think like people now are are going to be so hyper aware of someone coughing. Yeah. And like, I think you might have like, I mean, it's probably already happening, but you might have people getting like aggressive with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I saw a video with this guy uh, spit towards a cashier lady. Oh, right? Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally dick. Totally. Total. Total. Like total. Dick, dick move. Yeah. Totally. 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 But he spit. But I'm so glad karma karma was just so beautiful because as soon as he turned around there's a six foot seven eight foot nine foot tall dude <laughs> just smacking the lip out of me like he lifted just he smacked him he didn't punch him he smacked him but he smacked him so hard his legs kicked up in the air next thing you see in the camera is his is the air and his grocery bags everywhere and like i totally yeah. i totally i totally understood that yeah I totally yeah, yeah. Understood that. yeah i don't know if i would have done that Total karma, yeah. But I, the, the dude, like this white boy was not playing. He just, like, he saw him spit. And then the next thing you see is just some dude or some creature just walk into the frame and just, bow! And just, I was just like, Sasquatch. Yeah, was Sasquatch a, came out of the jungle, out of the forest, just like. Just, 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 just Bigfoot. Just Bigfoot yeah, came yeah. out of the Yeti and they all just yeah, came yeah, out yeah. and just smacked the life out of him. And now, yeah. like, looking back at that and knowing, what that guy was meaning by that. When you're spitting, you know what you're meaning by that. You know, what? Uh, spitting is considered an assault, right? Well, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's threatening. No, no, it's an assault. If you spit on somebody, it's an assault. Because yeah, that's no, I, your I especially body. Especially now. Moves. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> you had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, like, no, I... videos you would see of people, like, licking 
licking toilet seats or licking elevator doors. You're like, dude, like. Yeah. And I so I feel like you always just have that kind of. That's you know that's just general like. People do that shit all the time, even when yeah. they're you know like you have like hurricanes, right? When hurricanes are coming and like have you have those idiots who are like at the beach like you can't stop me like you know they're like <laughs> yeah come yeah, get yeah. me bro like that yeah. kind of thing i mean you're just gonna have that i feel like just in any like circumstance like that so i don't yeah. you know i don't i don't i have more faith in like most of humanity that they're not doing that type of thing do you cam do you cam? I, well right i mean now. i don't i <laughs> yeah no i know i i say that but then i sometimes i don't but <laughs> i think you, you <laughs> You just have to, you have to, at some point, right. You have to like, you just have to trust the rest of, of the humans around you because then like nothing will ever be okay. If you, if you stop, if you said like, I love your optimism and the way you look at life, but like 60 minute from Australia, just to release a documentary about how the wet markets in Wuhan and several other in Thailand and Taiwan, they're opening up the wet markets already. Well, yeah, but they have, they're just trying to go back to normal, right? Is that what you're uh, saying? Without understanding, I mean, knowing that this came from a, a combination of all these animals, but without knowing exactly how this happened, opening yeah. the market back up without new laws and regulations or without new high stipulations of fines of, Hey yeah. man, you can't be selling wild animals in the, in a domesticated neighborhood. You can't yeah, sell yeah, wild that yeah. you could, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not trying to infringe on anybody's lifestyle, but I, I get it. You know, and, I mean, and, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's, that can't be like the majority of like Wuhan, right? Like it's not like everyone in Wuhan province is like eating like wild bats and stuff, right? There's I mean, 15 million people in Wuhan, so no, I don't, I don't, ex I don't expect it. But what just came out is that uh, the the what is it? The blockade or the um, uh, home confinement in China has been uplifted, and the people of Wuhan were trying to travel to the next province and just move, right? And the people in the next province are like, no. You're not coming in <laughs> you know, because there's still unrest and untrust of the government and the information that's coming out behind this. And so, like, what is the norm after that? There is like, I feel like there, uh, this whole thing has to be scrambled, and 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 um and like a social norm of, you know, the Japanese uh, greetings of bowing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're also like well, just speaking of the Japanese, they're like one of the cultures that are less like touching is not a norm in their yeah. society, right? Like yeah. you, there's not hugging and oh, kissing really? for sure. No, really? uh -uh. oh, no, and they're so, very, so, they're more so like reserved, I guess. Yeah. yeah, less contact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I think that will be for me. For me personally speaking, that's going to be my new greeting, um, uh, with my clients and with people from now on. But it's just like uh, until we, you know, give this distance of getting used to not touching each other, you know, yeah. like once, especially, especially with like a money exchange, like when somebody, you know, once yeah. I do a service, I'm like, hey, give me a hug. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that is gone. Like, I'm still going to hug you. 
I'm, but that's because you're like, that's you're my boy. But I'm not gonna, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be running up to everybody now and be like, oh man, it's been a minute, you know, like to just to no, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you know, it just it it just makes you think twice again. And like, I'm spraying down my seat, but you know, yeah. but, but what I have a question about is for kids who are old enough to realize and understand what's going on mm-hmm. and then how they are processing this to be their norm. Like what, what is the legacy of this? You know what I mean? What is the uh, reminisce of this until on the youth? Um, this is definitely going to make some OCD uh, yeah. germophobic kids for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. And then if anxiety wasn't already one of the issues, that's already scaling up. Yeah. I mean, actually, to be honest, like today we had, I, we were going to go pick up some food mm-hmm. um, and like we were in the car and the radio was on and they were talking about obviously the, what they're, everybody's talking about, like the cases and the deaths, the deaths came up and like my son goes, Oh, can you turn it off? It's making me nervous. And like, he's never said that to me before. Like, this is the first time he said never, something about it. Never. No, not, not like since ah. this all started. I mean, obviously, you know, like he would ask questions like, Oh, is this because of the coronavirus? And, and so and blah, blah, blah. But he had never said like that. He never said, this is making me nervous. Yeah. And so I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, no, of course, man. Like, let me turn this off. Like, you know, and I'm like, are you okay? And we, you know, he was fine. Like he wasn't like traumatized at that moment, but I think it's like, yeah, you, I just, then I just then realized how, how much different it's going to be for him. I mean, I don't know. I, you're right. Like maybe people is face masks are normal. Uh, so he's seven. He'll be, he'll be eight in a few months. So he's almost eight. Yeah. But like he'll, you know, yeah, you're right. Like maybe they're not going to do all this kind of this. The social interactions are going to be different, right? Like there's not going to be the hugging and like the handshaking. Um, like maybe maybe stores look different. I don't know. Maybe stores have like. I mean, it's strange to think about, but like maybe stores have like cashiers that are like behind glass. Like I don't know. I mean, I I, I could see it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that becoming like that's a fairly low tech. I mean, we already have like in uh like in um like when you go to like a, a um like a Chipotle or something like something like with a counter, that's right? Like they already have like the the spit guards and stuff. Yeah. But like, so I could just see that like continuing, right, and kind of right. like sort of encapsulating all the workers to keep them right. like you know. Um, this might be this might even be the catalyst to move the revolution towards. More autonomous uh, machines and more self-automated machines. That's so a good point. Industries are really going to hop on this automatically to eliminate. And those sales and retail jobs are one of the like the huge evils of the working class. You know, retail jobs hire about what five to seven million employees a year, and so that's wiped out. And then the social contract of just me letting you know how I feel through my hugs and my handshakes. Yeah. And the, 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 Hey, you better keep your, you better keep your distance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, I don't know you. (laughs) People are really exercising that. I mean, I'm, I'm totally happy for it, but it's just, it's still kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, you're right. It's kind of, it's like off putting in a way where you're like, I mean, I, and I, I get it. 
It's like, it's not just, it's not, it's not me. Like you're not just (laughs) avoiding me, but I, you know, it's like this new thing that I have to get used to. Um, But yeah, no, let's talk about like the, let's talk about work and stuff like that too. Cause you brought up like autonomous, like vehicles, whatever drones. Right. Yeah. I think like this is going to, I think that stuff was happening already. Right. But I think this is going to accelerate it. Like we're going to see more delivery, more, they're going to start really expanding like this whole delivery without touching like isolated delivery, like, you know, that kind of stuff. I think it's, you're going to see that just become common. Like that's just going to be an option all the time. Very much like a whole, or even like you said, like no person, like that's crazy to even think about, right? Like you can like request that it's not a person that maybe it's like a drone or something, right? Like if you live in like a city or something, yeah. Exactly. And seeing seeing this with small businesses having to adapt a whole new model uh, or even including a whole new model of business to make them weather out this storm and it's making them stronger. But at the same time, like one of my clients, she's a manager, a general manager of a restaurant, and she told me um, she's like before when this all started. People were still coming to the restaurant and paying over the counter. Now they're doing everything so automated and so proficient that the payment has already been processed and their food is already weighing in a counter. So the person doesn't even have to engage with her anymore. Before, that was one of her things. Hey, here's our new uh, here's our new beard. For, that was her point of introdu- introducing you to a new recipe or a new food or new drinks that they were selling. Mm-hmm. All that is gone. <laughs> All that is gone. Yeah. The person just picks it up, comes it out of the window. She's no longer in danger. The person has their food. And it's just seeing this less and less contact see this smooth transition of automation and and prosperous going on very well very seamlessly Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like makes you think like even with payments you know with payments getting rid of cash completely yeah so it's like the virtual momentum that this is taking in itself by itself it's kind of like whoa yeah it's like a very um like touchstone moment i think where yeah you know, like, I think that stuff was happening anyway, but it's like a moment where you really realize like, yeah, this, especially now, this is going to become the way business is done. And I kind of feel bad even for like restaurant owners, because I don't really know, like, even when this kind of, let's say like it peaks and everything and starts like declining, I still think you have people who are like, I'm not, I'm not going to go like to a busy restaurant. Like, I mean, I think you'll still have people going to bars and stuff like that, yeah. but I think, I think it's going to hurt the whole industry for like a while, to be even honest with you. Even just the hesitation after this. Yeah. So there's not even just like this summer, we're definitely going to be home. And then September and November, we're around Thanksgiving come, right? And yeah. that's when a lot of restaurants, a lot of beauty, the beauty industry, uh, a lot of self-employed people make their money because a lot of people are spending money going out or they either are spending money and taking care of themselves, spending on themselves or or when Christmas shopping comes. And so all that now is going to be have to questioning because now you're going to look at times like, do I want to be in that crowd? Like you said, do I want to be in that line? Right. Uh, do I want to be around those people? 
And so that right there just minimizes this for the small businesses. That's just it's just hemorrhaging. Uh, it's it's hemorrhaging. crippling. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of those that are especially the ones that are small, right? I mean, yeah. You talk about like obviously you talk about some like the area we live in where restaurants are all over the place. But like, you know, I even think about like some where like my family lives, like there's a lot of small town locally owned little restaurants that are were kind of, you know, I mean they're they're not really relying on like just this like constant volume of people anyway, right? right. They kind of have like I don't know, regulars, I guess, if you want to call them. And like, I don't know, how do they make it out of this with this? And they're with probably this... eating hand on foot and just like yeah. paying their bills yeah. client by client, pay base by pace. And think about it. Like one of the things that a lot of people are, uh, at least in the business community, are suggesting is giving out gift cards, right? Mm-hmm. You give out gift cards now. And trying to retain some of the money and trying to still pay your bills, right? But then comes times when it gets busy, right? But now you start booking clients and you start having people in your restaurant. But you've already had a previous obligation with people prior. And so yeah. now you're kind of, you can't, you cannot say, can I get, let me get back to you. Because when I needed you, you were there for me. And now now it's time to pay back. I can't put you on delay. That ruins relationships. That, that mm-hmm. and then now your money is tied up with me now. Yeah. And so that even delay that even question like I, I'm 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 hesitant to do that. And a lot of restaurants that have done that are starting to refund their clients' money back because they don't even know if they're gonna stay open by the time they come back. And so yeah. it's just, it's just it, 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 for me, for me, for me personally, it has me rethinking my career as well. It has me reevaluating how to generate other ways of creating revenue, but also just, is this the most optimal way to live? You know? Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So like I was, yeah, let's just talk like, let's pivot to kind of like the economy too. I mean, we touched on this like a little bit last time, but yeah. It was funny because like I was, so we had like our neighborhood had this uh, little get together. It was like a social distancing happy hour. So it was basically like people were like chilling on their balconies, um, you know, and then like I would go on the, like we posted up on their driveway. And so like, you know, we're like clearly like 10 feet apart or whatever. Right. And, but we're just all talking and stuff. It's like, it's just a way for us like to get out and Wait, freaking... you guys are out on the balcony. You're like, Hey, yeah, no. well, no, like they were on their balcony. Cause we're like on the corner. So if uh-huh. we were on our balcony, we'd have to like yell across the, um, right. right. Like we'd have to yell like three or four houses down, which just like wouldn't work. So we just walk, like, I just walked down and like put a chair, like a lawn chair down, uh-huh. you know, and just sat, you know, and then like spoke to my, my neighbors up at the, their balcony. But anyway, <laughs> So it's cool. Like, no, it's cool. It's a good time. Like, you know, it's a good idea. Yeah. And, um, but, it, but we were just talking about like the economy and stuff and these, and, and like a few of the other neighbors were like really getting into this conversation about like what stocks they're watching, like now that things are crashing and like what yeah. they're going to invest in. And they were like, um, you know, one guy's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely like refinancing. Like I'm going to try to refinance my mortgage and blah, blah, blah. And they came to me and they're like, oh, what are you, what are you looking at? And I'm just kind of like, I felt so inadequate, man, because I don't do any of that. I don't play around in the stock market. I don't even own my home. I rent it. So, you know, he's like, you're going to refinance. I'm like, no, I'm kind of just hoping I can pay rent, 
next month. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's right. that's my that's my immediate and uh, being real as possible. You know what I mean? Keeping it real. Yes. But like it just made me think. Like maybe you know I don't know. I, like sometimes I do feel inadequate. Like I didn't do things right. But at the same time, I. Like I said, I, I I chose this path that was not conducive to that kind of light that lifestyle. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. what do you like, like? How do you? And that's where I want to get back to this point. But it's just kind of like this has really made me realize that um, the economy just obviously doesn't work for people, and it really doesn't work for people who chose professions like teachers, um, working for nonprofits, those who like help other individuals, those who like work with refugees, work with the poor, the people who chose to like help others. Yeah. They're not making hundreds of thousand dollars a year. They're not, they don't get stock options. They don't get an automatic investments and these investment accounts and things like that. And so it really just makes you realize how the economy and all that talk about the economy and wall street. And it's really like, it's, it's geared for just a subset of the population. Right. And those people you're you're seeing it right now, right? Right. The people who are just everyday working people who don't have jobs now, like you said, retail, restaurant, um beauty industry. People, yeah, everything, all that like essential kind of stuff that we just take for granted every day. That's what's making the economy crash. Like it's not the billionaires, right? The billionaires are fine. Right. They don't they're not helping, they're not doing anything like they you know because well, I can't go shop at Home Depot, like you don't see billionaires are like, no, no, we'll buy thousands of light bulbs. We got this, man. Like we'll we'll right. take care of it. Yeah. So I don't. I just I think like it just really made me feel inadequate. But again, I think it's just a. It's like really opened my eyes to just how how kind of like without for lack of a better like it's just fucked up. Like the economy just seems fucked up uh, in the way that it's positioned. And so right now, my man Andrew Yang is looking right, 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 super yeah. right right now. Yep. You know, he's starting to make his freedom dividends plan for a thousand dollars for each American is not starting to look that insane. Yeah. Because what we're looking at is that two thirds of the American economy works on a consumer market, works on two thirds of the United States market. That's sixty seven percent. That works on a day-to-day basis. Uh, restaurants, beauty industry, hustlers making their day-to-day people. And so when you just have all that stop, all that just com- come to a halt, yeah. to a grinding halt, of course that's going to affect the economy. The guy that's making $100 million, or uh, not even $100 million, the guy that's making two fifty is not tripping. The make the guy that's making two hundred fifty thousand dollars is not he's not hurting right now. He or she is not hurting right now. Yeah. And so you just see like I I I but like but here's the other flip of that coin where you at least weren't looking at that life because you weren't maybe interested, you know. But for somebody like me, I am interested. But I nor do I have the resources or the funds. Like for example, Pfizer. Pfizer's stock per share has gone down to like almost $400 per share, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at the largest pharmaceutical company in the fuck in the world, right? And if I had the means, oh, I'm coming after that right now, right? You know? 
So besides just also not being interested, I think it's also having the means and the education that goes with it to, or like that comes with the familiarity of it through your family, the familiarity through education, the familiarity of being around money makes you understand how money works. But yeah. when you're poor, you make horrible decisions because you're thinking coming from a, a place of no abundance. You you're coming place from uh, hungry, you know. So you start making decisions on that's just gonna that's gonna get you survive for the next twenty four hours, which it doesn't work. The, yeah. the economy doesn't work like that for a lot of us, you know. Right. Yeah. No. I I mean a few things there. So interest is one thing. I mean obviously, I have I have interest in that kind of thing. But like you said, I don't. I didn't come from like a from from money right like i didn't come from, from that, the family that, from the yeah, family i didn't come from that world like right yeah. my, my parents are basically as blue collar as you can get i mean my dad is a trucker right? i mean he's not you know right. he had you know he's built something like he did build a business with his brother but again it's not like this multi million dollar like company that's like you know far reaching right it's like it's six employees. I mean, it's not, we're, you know, we're not talking like they don't have all these, um, investment plans and things like that. Right. And so I didn't come from that, but they also, the other thing is like, I chose to pursue like an academic pursuit right? and like all of your exactly. energy goes into that exactly. and all of your time, your energy, your, I mean, really like literally your brain power, because like, it's just, you know, it's so intensive and that's what you want to do and you want to get out of it <laughs> as soon as possible so that you exactly. can actually go on to like do a career. But like what I'm just saying is that it like so interest is one thing, but like you said, the means and the education is really not there. And maybe maybe this brings up a good point. Like maybe we should um, do better, like in schools and educating young people about what their options are for that yes. kind of thing. Right. Like especially, um, especially people of black and brown skin. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. You know, immigrants in general. Yeah. Understand huh. like one of my favorite albums, Jay-Z's four to four, 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 four was 100% about, wait, you're spending your millions in a strip club. How about credit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spending your millions on that car. How about this painting that I flipped for $2 million, now it's worth $8 million. And so yeah. it's like understanding wealth and playing with money, especially in today's age, if you don't understand that, if you do not have any kind of financial background education, or if you're not even self-taught, self-taught oh this is ruthless it's yeah. ruthless. and plus and plus the other thing i want to just point out is that there's inherent risk into it right yeah and so for a lot of people like me who is risk averse i'm like just i don't you know i don't gamble um i don't like gambling and like i'm just averse to risk taking and so that's the other thing is like do i really want to take what little i do have left yeah. over yeah. right and right. and like maybe come out okay or a little on top or do i yeah or do i end up losing money in which case right. now i'm like uh in a worse situation than i was before right um yeah so i don't i i don't know and then i just get it kind of just pisses you off too because you know like i saw comments uh someone had posted something about that like um uh that i saw on facebook one of my friends that someone had said um you know basically most of america is missing one paycheck and like look how people are scrambling to get like money, right? Like it, the government's even like, yeah, we're going to give you guys money. Like we understand like one paycheck. One paycheck. I mean, think about that. Paycheck. 
And then, of course, like you have these idiots who come on. They're like, well, let's not let's not politicize this. A lot of people live outside their means, too. And it's like that that whole thing of just like blaming the person. Right. Like, again, like what what are you saying? Like that person who was maybe working for a nonprofit because that's their passion and that's what they love to do. Like and they only make sixty thousand dollars a year. Like you're gonna suddenly be like, well, it's your fault. I mean, you should have obviously been an investment banker. You had that dinner. You should have been an investment banker. Then you could have afforded that dinner. You know, like that kind of bullshit. And like I just hate that because, again, it's like why why are you blaming the person like who, like it's not their fault that they're paid less than like, like does is that person like the director of I don't know. Let me just make up some stupid. Like, cause that's what they do anyway. Director of internal affairs or director of like international affairs of some company. Is right. he really so vital? Like he can literally, he or she, I guess I should say, cannot be replaced. Or like you have to play them. Value that they're actually yeah, worth that much. That they're worth literally like, yeah. I don't know, let's just say like $30 million. Like really, like they cannot, there is nobody else that you could put in here because they are so valuable. I mean, I just don't buy it. I don't right. buy that shit. Right. Um, and so I think it just makes me kind of like you can tell, like, like right? I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little upset. A little tight, a little tight, a little tight. That's good though, because what you're getting tight about is something that's close and dear to almost what 180 million uh, Americans here. Here, you know what I mean? And that hurts because like I'm uh, me having putting 10 years into my career. It's making me reevaluate. I love being a hairstylist and it gives me the freedom to be the creative person I am. But in the long run, once I have a family, once I have, uh, you know, these things that I I value to me to accomplish myself as a human being or as a uh, as an individual that I that are closest to me. How do I keep those things when my income or my my my. The money that I'm making is not equitable, like adequate for the livelihood that I want to get. Right. So it makes you reconsider, like especially if you're looking at this the way I'm looking at it is as a pattern, right? Um, let's say from 2000, from 2000 to 2020. That's the 20 year spans from the MERS in 2003, the SARS outbreak in 2012, another SARS break in 2014 to this corona outbreak in 2020 so we're looking at like an outbreak or or some kind of some kind of disease infection that goes out worldwide every approximately every six years although this one is different like to be fair like the SARS never became as terrible as this one like let, well, nor, i'm just saying like this well, this is a actually like a truly unique but, but that's what i'm saying like yeah. or ebola like these things yeah. get worse and worse and worse and worse. So it's not no longer in the matter of is this thing and it's never going to happen again. Right. No, no, certainly not. It's and just think, a matter of yeah. when. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when this happens again, where do I want to be? You know? Right. And I think a lot of our listeners should also think about that when like this is not just going to be a one-time thing. This is just the one time that it reached America. This is the one time that it 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 hit this 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 uh this wide of a net. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna act like it's not gonna happen again. Or I'm just gonna brush it off like it's not gonna happen again. You know. So it just has you reevaluate 
my decisions and my choices that I'm going to make in the future, I'm definitely going to have Corona 2020 in the back of my mind from now on. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, the decisions I think that I make are going to be based, and I I don't know how people feel about that, and I don't know how people are adjusting their lifestyle or adjusting their career or adjusting their uh, forward trajectory because of this. And so, you know, where you where where are you at at that? No, I mean I I agree, but the the thing for me is like I was actually at a point this year, well actually probably like in the last two years where like things were already. Like I had finally kind of reached like a, a good solid like position and career, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been like in school for so long and then I was like basically a, a low paid um, fellowship type of person. So I was like essentially continuing education, like if you really want to think about it um, to get to like that next step. And so like I finally got there, like I feel like I'm in a really good company with a really solid like position that is safe. Or, you know, right, like, like I don't think I'm going to be let go. Like, the company's not going to downsize in, like, the next whatever, you know, couple right. of years. So, like, I finally feel like I'm there. And so I don't, for me, I don't think there's anything that I'm going to do, like, differently career-wise. But right. but you're right. Like, it's gotten me thinking, like, maybe, maybe like, I need to, to reevaluate how I'm, like, spending and, and how I'm, you know, like, do right. I need... I, I don't know. It's just like it's got me really thinking about like what I need to do to set myself up. But right. at the same time, it's just um, I don't know. It seems daunting, like where I still where we still are right like yeah. in this current um, climate. So right. but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to like say it's all doom and gloom type of stuff. I mean, I'm no, no, still trying to stay plus, optimistic. Plus, and, the one thing, though, you just said it like you just hit a nail. You just hit it right on the nail. I'm going to watch my spending habit. Right. Mm-hmm. And once people, most of those two thirds of the people that are just uh, claim for unemployment and who just got furloughed are part of that two thirds. And most of my clients ends up on that two thirds. And so when it comes to bringing now, when it comes to spending, one of the first two things that are going to go is what personal spending. Yeah. Uh, which also helps to make a booming economy though. Like, let's be honest, right. Right. Like, companies need people to go out and splurge on things like that's yeah. yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. Now they're spending, it's going to be more cautious, even more cautious after even the 2008 crash. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be more aware. And so I don't know if, uh, these luxury type of styles that I'm 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 indulging in the luxury type of clients that I'm uh, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm providing, I don't know if that's going to be uh, sustaining in the long run. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were like a in the luxury brands, BK. Oh, uh, mm, what should. you got? You got like Supreme? Like you wearing Supreme socks? What you got? <laughs> Supreme comb, supreme bleach, supreme highlight, yeah, supreme touch. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so, and, and, and like, my hair colors are three hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's somebody that's crazy. gonna spend three hundred dollars when they know that's a quarter of your rent. True. You know? I don't know. I mean, things got back to from the two thousand eight crash. They got back pretty quickly, and this may be different. I don't know. Like. Yeah. I, like you said, I guess we just won't know until we 
pass through this, you know, whatever year, two years from now, or whenever things get back to kind of normal. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not so sure people change. And and to be fair with you, when you mentioned, like, I think you said it's have it's got you reevaluating how you want to live and your career and maybe like what you need to do to get somewhere somewhere right. else that you need to be. But I honestly, I think there's a lot of people out there that they don't really have a whole lot of options. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah. like, let's not act as if um, we're all in a position that we can, you know, like I, I do feel very fortunate where I am and I would never, 100%. Um, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely really, right. like humbled yeah. that I, I found finally like a good company and, and like, you're I'm happy, right. but I know a lot of people out there that they just don't have that option They're yeah. You know, they, they are where they are and, and they're just happy to be getting a paycheck in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but no, I don't want to be like totally, uh, yeah. So let me, let me, I want to, I found this, I got to share it with everybody. Please, I got to share it with do. you. Yeah. Um, cause I was like looking up like the, um, the research on, um, coronavirus, like just searching uh -huh. through, uh, the publications that are coming out. So, okay. All right. So from, you ready for this? You ready? You ready? <laughs> guys, you guys ready? Let's just... <laughs> okay. So from the journal, all right. So this is a journal clinical infectious disease. Okay. Published ahead of ahead of print, April second, twenty twenty. So the SARS COVID two virus, right? So that's COVID. That's COVID nineteen is not detectable in the vaginal fluid of women with severe infection. So we're golden, dude. The vaginas <laughs> is open for business. <laughs> <laughs> not like the not like COVID has stopped me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You can do it, dude. So like a, it's it's still open for business. The government can't shut passion. it down. Yes. They can't shut it down. Nope. Uh, they can't and they won't. You know, going back on that, you know, my girl works for a primary care doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm listening. Uh, she's teleworking from home now, right? Yeah. And uh, she, people will call in. They'll uh, they'll they'll set them up with an appointment, and then they'll call back a week later to see if their results has come in or not. Once the results comes in, the my girl gives them a, a website where they could go create their own profile, and then they go find out their results on their own on their own time, okay. right? Okay. But I hear I'm listening in the next room. Uh, hello, hey, uh, may I find out my results? And then like, she tells them the website, and they're like, uh, okay, 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 um, I'm an older person, but can you just tell me the results? And she's like, ma'am, it's, it's against the HIPAA code, I'm not allowed to, please just go online and you'll find out. And just because I know my girl's a nosy-ass girl, she's so nosy, <laughs> she'll go on that person's profile and see their result, and next thing I hear is, damn! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> and it's just like back to back, back to back, back to back, positive, positives, positive, uh, positive. Yeah. And then they'll call back and be like, oh my gosh, last week I was with my niece and I was with, with her family. Oh my gosh, I was with my son's practice. Oh my gosh. And then yeah. those waves come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And, though, right? and so, so infectious. Yeah, it's so infectious that we're not used to this. But on a lighter joke, guys, please, please respect social distancing. Yeah, please. follow the. Just, yeah, just pay attention to this. To, you know, don't 
It's not a joke. Like you, you, you hit it right on the nail. People are dying. Pay attention to your handling. Pay attention to your surrounding. Pay attention to what you're touching with your phone. Clean your phone at least once a day. Clean your phone before you touch you touch anything else. And then make sure not to touch your phone after you wash your hands. Make sure you clean that phone case. Make sure you guys just hold each other. Nah, rewind. No, don't hold no, each other. Rewind. No holding. <laughs> no holding. <laughs> Hold each other in your imaginary. There you go. There you tight, go. Yeah. Tight as possible. But also just think about for the olders and the elderly because this is not looking easy. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, we know. You, you know, in one way, it's okay to be kind of selfish to keep your, you know, so obviously do the things you need to do to keep yourself protected. But by doing that also, um, you contribute to. Yeah. the health and well-being of like yeah. the rest of the, your co- immediate community so like it's uh it's a, immediate. yeah yeah and so it's important and just you know pay attention to uh you know fauci pay attention to the cdc um yeah and, and we appreciate you guys Trump. listening <laughs> yeah ignore I, I wasn't gonna say it but i mean you know hey, in man, general it, 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 look i'm telling you dude we're getting a comedy show and information at the same time yeah, we're watching can. discovery channel and comedy central at the dude, same damn time dude, anthony fauci went out there he's like look that's what he <laughs> believes in but my scientific proof says it has no hundred percent look it's, it's beautiful uh, it's, it's true, beautiful man. yeah hey thanks for listening guys yeah appreciate it um you know if you if you feel like it uh go ahead and like you know leave us like uh click on those like ratings or subscribe to us like you know we appreciate it email us write to us if you want to hear a topic that we want us to cover please do let us know yeah all right stay safe everyone be good